On this special edition of Newtown Radioactive, we return to the zine scene, that mystical half-remembered place of photocopied pages and hand-stapled booklets, only this time in its 2023 iteration. Welcome to Newtown Radioactive. I'm your host, Ken Newquist. And yeah, this is a special edition. What makes it special? Well, it's going to be a shorter show than normal. And I really wanted to talk about the uh, Zine Quest 5 and Zine Month 2023, both of which are happening right now, right now in February of 2023. And, you know, I knew that if I just put off uh, recording the podcast until I had everything completely lined up, it just wasn't going to happen. So I figure, you know what, let's just talk about zines while the Kickstarters for them are still happening. All right. So why don't we define our terms here? A a zine, uh, as taken from Wikipedia, is a small circulation, self-published work of original or appropriated texts and images usually reproduced via a copy machine. Zines are the product of either a single person or a very small group and are popularly photocopied into physical prints for circulation. So that's kind of like the standard definition. Obviously with the the desktop publishing revolution uh, and with print on demand and all of the different options out there, zines can get really robust. I mean, there are some really impressive binding color and just production capabilities that even amateurs can get access to now. It's a far cry from where my friends and I were many, 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 many years ago in the early days of, I think, high school, maybe late middle school, where we produced a zine using, I think it was like a Commodore 64, a dot matrix printer, paper, scissors, tape. And uh, I think we we managed to create one edition of our zine. Uh, So definitely a very far cry from that. But still, the theme is there. the, The feel is there. The idea that you want to create something small and niche and fun. And so, uh, so uh, we have a lot of zines these days and no small part to, I think, Kickstarter and Zine Quest. This started, I guess, five years ago, four years ago. Um, they're currently up to Zine Quest 5. And it was basically serving as a kind of a rallying point for producers to come out with their own zines. Um, honestly, I'm, I'm kind of late to the, the modern zine scene, so I don't honestly know what was happening in the run-up to Kickstarter's, uh, Kickstarter's zine scene, it, it, zine quest. It may have been that, you know, the demand was there and they just capitalized on it. But in any case, it certainly ro- raised the profile of zines. And I think the other thing that it managed to do was provide people with, like, a, an easy, affordable way of trying to do a Kickstarter. A lot of uh, Kickstarters have failed because people took on too much Zine scene, or sorry, Zine Quest, where you've only got, you know, maybe a print run of 300 and your out of pocket is going to be a couple hundred dollars. That's a much more manageable risk. And if it fails, well, then it fails and at least people aren't out, you know, $150. So Zine Quest is one option for this. Happens in February. Last year it happened in August, which was a little bit weird. Um, there was also uh, an alternative event called a Zine Month, uh, which arose last year because because Zine Quest didn't come out in February um, and instead moved to August to coincide with Gen Con, they decided to come out with Zine Month. Now, there were other reasons for this as well. Uh, the 
announcement that Kickstarter was interested in pursuing blockchain really turned a lot of people off. And there were a couple of other moves that they made that really alienated some of their base. And so people moved over to Zine Month. Now these are both running concurrently. And, uh, and I say more the merrier because there's a lot of great stuff um, available at both sites. So generally speaking, in both sites, you can get your zines in one of two ways. You can get them in a PDF-only version or most offer a PDF plus print version. I do usually do a little bit of A, a little bit of B. I gotta say, I love getting print zines in the mail. It is, it is super fun and it's great when they just, when they arrive. But, you know, if I go with PDFs, I can afford to get more things because PDFs generally are, are, are cheaper than going with the print and PDF option. So, you know, if I can't spend $200 on zines, maybe I can keep my budget more reasonable and go with 50, right? So what zines am I getting uh, or at least looking at? So the first is a Clean Break, which is a cyborg heist, which is a, an adventure, a heist style adventure for cyborg, which is the grim future game. Uh, that is the, the sci-fi companion to Morkborg. Uh, looks fun. I have Cyborg. I, I've been reading through it as I've been working on my Cyberpunk Red campaign as a little bit of inspiration. Uh, I'm looking forward to, to getting this particular module. Uh, another one that looks super fun is Golf Quest by Anna Blackwell. This is a, a zine-based game of pencil golf upgraded with some fantasy tropes. I played her Delve game and loved it. And so this, this looks like a lot of fun. The idea here is that you take uh, you have a you have a, like a playing field on a on a on a piece of paper. You have a pencil. Uh, you draw out some obstacles, and then you flip the pencil. Like so, you you know it, it streaks across the the paper, and uh, wherever it goes is where your ball went to. And then you play from there. And then you play from there. If I played a variation of this in which we had starships battle <laughs> when I was in elementary school, and so this sounds cool, and uh, and I backed it. Uh, Cyrus Dwayne is doing uh, the Caves of Refuge. He's a friend of mine. And uh, this, is a, this is a cool module. It's a funnel style adventure for Dungeon Crawl Classics. I've played it twice. It is a great offering. I actually just played it most recently at Mepicon and I had heard that he was planning on releasing it as, um, as a Kickstarter zine and it is cool to actually see it here. Uh, next up, uh, 40 Fiends for the aforementioned Morkborg. Uh, this is a bestiary with all kinds of horrors uh, for that grim fantasy game. Uh, Morkborg is, uh, I, I have not actually had a chance to play it. it. It's got bonkers art. It's been fun just to read the book and to just kind of soak my brain <laughs> in the very wild uh, punk style artwork that they have included in this book. Uh, one of these days I will actually play it with my friends. And if I do, I'm going to need some monsters. So that's why I'm backing 40 Fiends. Uh, Decagon is a, uh, described as a tense time looping scenario for the Mothership sci-fi RPG, um, which uh, hurdles players into a fast paced subnautical adventure. They had me at time loop. They had me again at Mothership. I have not received my Kickstarter version of it yet because... Uh, the print version is coming out sometime late 2023. I've been getting the PDFs, though, and I am excited to play Mothership. So this sounds like it would be a fantastic addition to my uh, impending Mothership connect, uh, collection. Finally, we've got, uh, well, we've got two more. Uh, the Ink That Bleeds, How to Play Immersive Journaling Games is a zine. I haven't, I haven't picked it up yet, but I'm, I'm seriously considering it. Uh, it's four solo style RPG games that are based around journaling and it's giving you advice, examples of play, um, just kind of helping you with working through the, the challenges of doing a journaling game. It's not for everybody and it can also be a, a bit of a challenge in terms of like 
figuring out how to iterate on what you want to say, or, you know, if you encounter the same sort of result that you did before, what do you do differently? So the artwork for this looks really, really beautiful. And it, it feels like the sort of zine that I would like to get. So we'll see if my budget can sustain it. Um, and then the last one is uh, Shuren's Doom, which is a storytelling game about an ill-fated expedition to explore a mysterious monument. And so I love the mechanics behind this. The idea is, is there is there's a monument on the edge of civilization or a solar system or what have you. And your explorers are going to visit this. It's a journaling game. And so you you start playing the game. And in the beginning of the game... Things are going pretty well and you're exploring this monument, discovering ancient secrets that man perhaps was not meant to know. But then things start going bad. And once things start going bad, they're likely to continue going bad and then get worse. And that just sounds like it is a super cool concept. I think it's my um, my only journaling game on the list. And uh, I do enjoy journaling games. So I think I'm going to have to pick this one up. So that's it. I'm curious to hear what other people are interested in when it comes to zines. Uh, you can let me know by emailing me at nuketown at gmail.com. You can also find me on Twitter. Uh, the hashtag, the uh, username there is nuketownsf and also on Facebook at nuketownsf. And then you can also find me on Dice Camp as uh, Nuke Havoc. There's links to all of this in the show notes.